Hello, hello. Um, so I would first like to start off just saying, hey, how y'all doing? Um, as for me, <laughs> I'm managing, um, but I won't complain. Let me just say it like that. But let me get right into it. The other day, uh, just hilarious was talking about uh it was I don't I don't remember the exact wording so I'm not gonna quote um but it was about cis women um this CIS first of all yeah I don't even know where that term came from um I imagine it came from a certain community and I I did see something on her page where it was like, I guess it was a trans woman that was saying certain things. And um, I'm going to stand with Jess. Let me just say that because we're biological women. And with a chemical makeup design that others wish that they were, that were not born women. So how can you be disrespectful? Um and make all these inferences, if you will, <laughs> about uh, women and gatekeeping certain things and um, going against our biology. Like, at this point, you sound silly. Like, you sound hella silly. Um, you're not even real. Let me just keep that all the way a hundred. Like you're not even real. Like you still have a prostate. I don't care what you changed it into. Like the prostate is still there. Um, you'll never have a period. Uh, you cannot ever conceive. So yeah, come on, just get off the gas, if you will, please, cause you sound real elementary. Uh, and. In these days and times, attention's a hell of a drug, and it's just to get attention at this point. Uh, could you call it clout chasing? Uh, whatever they say these days, I don't really know. I'm not up on the latest lingo, but that was just straight BS, and I'm glad she addressed it. Um, excuse me, any biological woman can feel what she's saying, and I know we're trying to be this all-inclusive, you know, type of society and it's not even to say that we don't give way to who a person wants to be um you can be whoever you want to be whenever you want to be it but the issue is when you become demeaning um (laughs) to someone that was biologically born what you want to be, what you're morphing into, transforming, whatever, however, whatever words you want to use is just like, wow, you should really settle down with your antics. <laughs> yeah, okay, so it's enough on that topic because that could really get a person riled up, you know, in this, in this, uh, upheaval and going back and forth with people and that's not why i'm here that's that's not what this is about but i will be forcing my thoughts um about topics and i don't mean to offend ma'am or sir 
Um, but at the same time, you got on <laughs> this big old internet with foolishness. So, of course, people are going to speak to the foolishness. Um, and per usual, folks are going to take sides. And you just sound silly at the end of the day. You just sound silly, Mr. Sir. Uh, um, or Mr. Ma'am. However y'all want to put it. Like, yeah, I'm being funny, but <laughs> it is funny. It's hilarious, actually. It's quite sad if we keep it real. Okay, other part. Um, I just watched something about, you know, women being strong and how you get looked over because you're strong and, you know, people just expect you to be strong. And can I just say the strong person gets tired because they do. And in the video, she was like, you know, I don't want to be like, I want you to treat me like I'm fragile because, you know, fragile things are easily broken. And for all the strong people that you don't have a choice but to be strong, it's one of those things where you become mute about your feelings, you know, your innermost, and you don't share, you know. And it's unfortunate because people do overlook the fact that you have feelings or they act like you don't have feelings or the, and I've been told you know oh well you act like you don't have feelings no that's not it are you a person I can confide in you know are you a safe space otherwise why would I divulge my innermost to you uh, because people have a tendency to throw things back in your face or play with what you've told them that bothers you and you know make a joke out of it oh and sometimes it's just really not a laughing matter it's not funny you know it's like look I'm being serious this is really the way that I feel and some people that are so used to you putting their feelings ahead of yours they don't understand the boundary right when you start setting the boundary like okay and you show them like you're really being selfish. Like, you're not even considering me, my feelings, any of those. And that's just because you're so used to me being strong, number one. Number two, um, you're used to me putting your feelings ahead of mine just to make you feel good, you know, just to make sure you're good and you're okay. Uh, but from a strong person, what about me? You know, what about my thoughts? What about my feelings? What about the things that I want to do and I want to express? Because it's a it's a real thing and it touched me uh, because I totally understood what she was saying. And especially coming from a person that has to be strong. And then uh, for someone to recently to stand up in my face and be like, well, don't let them break you. And I'm like, but how you know I'm not already broken? You know, you don't. That could be why we're having this conversation, Mrs. Ma'am. But uh, <laughs> just as just to get your knowledge and wisdom from the current situation or what 
may be ailing me at the moment. If I so decide, if I decided to share, excuse me. And I'm speaking from a strong person's point of view, not me necessarily, but at the same time, I'm including myself because I know exactly how it feels to have to be strong, even when you don't want to be, uh, just because it's one of those where you don't have a choice. Um, because who else is going to, you know, do what you need them to do or be there for you or figure it out or any of those. And it's just like, who am I going to wait on? You know, (laughs) you really realize as a strong person, like you have to be your savior at all times. And, uh, as a woman, sometimes that can be so unfortunate and to your detriment as far as like a relationship or whatever is concerned uh friendships especially uh um attracting a male because that just scares the living shit out of them for some reason or another but anyway um (laughs) we're not even gonna go down that road but yes to all my strong women who don't have a choice but to be strong. I see you. I feel you. But um, hold your head up, you know. And you'll have to work at being vulnerable because I know from firsthand experience that it's not easy. Uh, And it's a process. But you can do it, you know. You can figure everything else out ma'am um you can learn how to be vulnerable and we'll work on it together okay (laughs) um so i've had the wildest experience in um maryland and i don't mean in a good way like wow you think i party and i did it no it has been a relief from with a perpetual state of hell, let me tell y'all. I don't, I know other people be going through like this hell at work, hell at home situation, and I can just tell you it won't last forever. Even though it seems like it's not going anywhere, it's not moving. Please don't give up and endure. You know, and the light at the end of that tunnel will shine so much brighter through you. And it'll just be another one of those stories. You know, you could tell one of your testimonies, well, hey, man, I was going through this and I was going through that. You can do it, you know. Uh, You can survive. You'll be able to encourage someone else. And that's what we fail to realize sometimes when we're going through things that we're going through it. And then on the other side, it's an attestation of having survived the current moment to express to someone else that's going through the same thing. If I survived it, you can too. It's just in the moment you'd be like, forget all of that. I ain't trying to hear none of that. <laughs> I don't care about none of that. <laughs> Y'all ever watch that little dude? His name real or... He always said it all the time. I don't give a damn about none of that. But no, I'm being silly. But seriously, though, 
you don't be caring about any of that when you're going through a bunch of stuff all at one time. And you could say, you know, it's pressure to make the diamond shine. But just in the moment, you're like, can it just stop and just like F my life and just all kind of crazy thoughts that you have. But stay focused. Stay focused. And you'll come out on the other side. And that kind of ties back to the whole being strong thing. But um, their strength in being able to be vulnerable to and telling people, hey, this is what I have going on. Um, the right people now. I don't talk about just anybody, but the right people. And working at being vulnerable. Okay, I don't want to repeat myself, but it all goes together. Go with me here. Go with me. It all goes together. But, um, yeah, you'll be able to attest that I survived. You can do it. The Uber ride or Lyft, whichever one I used, bro, I saw I sat down in the car. I'm like, hello. And then he wasn't, you can always tell when somebody's demeanor when they're not very friendly. And so he is in the 2023 uh, Camry. <laughs> First of all, Mr. Sir, you riding around with the windows down. And I know you have gas. Let's just start there. Okay. And it's hot as hell outside. And you, I'm paying for a lift ride. And you think I'm going to ride with the windows down and it's hot as hell outside? You know, I'm... I'm on the East Coast, and I'm not saying it doesn't get hot, but in the South, like, it's hot, it's humid, it's sticky, it's gross, you know. Um, I'm a Southern girl, so I'm used to it, but at the same time, sir, again, let's back up. It's a 2023. I know you. I know the air works in here, and I know you have gas. Let's turn the air on, and I'm paying for this ride. I was like, so, I know you're not going <laughs> to, and I could have said it better, right? But I was like, I know... We not finna ride in 2023 with no AC. <laughs> it was something like that. He was like, what? I was like, this 2023 with no air? You know, I need to ride with the windows down. You know, and I really was just messing with him. But again, for those with a certain demeanor, when you are messing with people like that, like some people get it that you just like, messing with them and some people really just have a stick so far if they ask if somebody if it was spelled with if humor was spelled on the stick they wouldn't even <laughs> laugh <laughs> oh that was stupid but I'm just was trying to lighten the mood and get him to open up and like chat but he was being such a eggplant. Oh, uh, that's my nice way of saying. <laughs> yeah. So after I talk a little shit, um, now all of a sudden he want to talk. He want to play around. And I'm like, man. And I was like, I bet you if I was anything other than what I am. And you all, you all know exactly what I mean by that. Um, you would be friendly. Bro tried to, 
hit me with, oh, that's why your ratings are like that, because you sassy and you this and you that. I was like, first of all, sir, you don't even know me. I was like, in ratings? Are you serious? He's like, yeah, you can rate the customer. I was like, I don't, I hardly ever use Lyft. So, it doesn't even matter what you're saying right now. Like, you don't know me and you can't rate a, a person's personality based off an app. Are you serious right now? I was like, and then you don't even know me. Are you? I was like, and that was a shot. You firing a shot at me based off an app rating instead of actually taking the time to talk to me. And I was like, you're a whole 45 year old that don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> I don't know if that man was 45 or not. I didn't give a damn with that point. I didn't even give a damn at that point. I just was like, how old are you where you don't know how to communicate? You know, and he was like, well, you were not giving off like you wanted to talk, being very friendly. And I was like, when I got in here, I was like, hello. And you barely spoke, you know, and so I'm just like, he asked me where I was from. And I told him and then, uh. I asked him where he was from. And then when he told me, I was like, mm. and he was like, why you say that? Because then it all made sense. <laughs> then it all made sense. And then he he was mildly offended, but not after you just tried to take a shot at my personality based off an app rating that I barely use. Like, get the, get the fuck for real. <laughs> for real. Like, yeah, cut it. Cut it, sir. Um, then he really wanted to have converse after that and I'm like he's like oh now you don't want to talk to me I do not and I went right back to being quiet and he's gonna call me trouble and I was like but I'm not trouble what it really was is that and I said it I said if I wouldn't have started talking shit to you you wouldn't even ever said anything to me you know and he's like well I just want to do my business I don't do this all the time it's like I get I gather you know people are doing it for extra money but he was like, I just want to do my business and then just, you know, go on. I said, and I full, fully respect that. But it's a service that you're providing. And customer service is dying, y'all. Can I just say that? Because that's what I'm leading up to. It's a service that he's providing. And yes, it is your car. However, you're dealing with people in the public. And you don't have uh, anything in your demeanor that says that you're friendly or that you would even talk. So I get that a lot of people are like that. They're more introverted. And so you kind of have to draw it out of them Um, because I can be like that. But if I am doing any type of ride share, even when I was delivering favor, y'all, let me just break it out. Even when I was delivering favor, I had a, some type of customer service about the situation when I was dealing with, you know, when I'm going to pick up the stuff for other people, as well as when I was delivering it, there was customer service. And I really hate that people don't understand what it means to provide good customer service. Dead ass. Like it is almost extinct. <laughs> it is almost extinct. And that's so unfortunate. Okay, another one of my little incidents. Y'all, I'm kind of ran a little bit, but go with me. Um, So about the nail shop. That man walked over. I walked over to the man. 
after the lady was like, oh, hey, he's going to do nails. Okay, cool. Walked over there to that man, and I sat down. He was on his phone. He never even looked up to acknowledge me. He didn't say hello. He didn't say boo, kiss my ass. Nothing. And then when he was ready, he put his phone down and slid up, ready to do my nails. And I was like, yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> I haven't picked my color yet. Because who you playing with? Go ahead and stop playing, Mr. Sir. You could have acknowledged me. Oh, wait, give me a few minutes. Um, I'm texting my wife or whatever your case may have been. But the acknowledgement, we could have started there. And that's just what I mean as far as customer service is concerned. Because now you're going to play with me. And some people are either going to get mad and get irate and tell you off. Or they're going to get on your level. Okay? <laughs> you had your petty hat, shoes, full armor on. And guess what? Oh, all right. Because stop playing. Certain people certain people just not going to allow you to treat them just any kind of way. Uh, I'm people. No. That because you're providing a service that I'm going to pay for. Excuse me. You're providing a service that I'm going to pay for. That I am paying for, Mr. Lyft driver. Um, I just expect a certain level of things. You know? It is what it is. And that's my little rant about customer service or the lack thereof. And I hate that it's dead and continuing to die. <laughs> Every time I want to, every time I run across some lackluster behavior, I'm just like, ugh, um, mildly disgusted. Um, what else is there? What's going on with y'all? How have you been? How are you on your self care journeys? Um, I'm always going to stand on this hill because it's not selfish to love on thyself the way you pour love into your family and your work and um, your other passions. Maybe your artistic uh, in a sense that you create poetry, which I have not done in a very long time. But like you draw or you write books or whatever the case may be. Are you taking time for yourself to meditate, um, pray? Uh, just getting in a space where you're balancing out your energy and making sure you're truly all right from the inside out. Um, y'all, I'll be honest, it's been a struggle for me. Like I said, this hell at work, hell at home type of thing. It's been wild. Um, just a little sneak peek. The The work situation has been challenging in the sense that it's, it's so much information and you only learn things, certain things that, that the training instructors and on-the-job trainers know. And it only, it comes with time. So it's um, patience, if you will. And uh, it's not my strong suit. <laughs> just keeping it a bug. It's not my strong suit. But it's just information coming at me 100 miles an hour. Uh so I'm just learning how to take it all in, take in what I need right now and differentiate what I'll learn with time versus what needs to stick right now so I can continue to move forward. Um, Home life. I have not been able to go to the water and I am about to lose. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But I would really like to go to the beach. And I was trying my best to get there. And I just. 
I can't seem to make it. And I'm like, how hard is just going to the beach at this point in my life? And it's, it's not hard, but ugh, it's been tumultuous. Let me say it like that. It's just like everything is, is like a roadblock, you know, everything currently. There's is there's been something like oh here's something else oh here's something else it's like all these hurdles. <laughs> um, not saying that the road is gonna be easy or smooth. I'm just saying like it's been more than usual, more than it has been. You know, life comes to this little smooth sailing. You're like oh, okay, 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 and then all of a sudden, shit starts to happen. <laughs> And it's just like, oof, and you just have to deal. But yeah, that's pretty much what's going on home and work. Really, 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 really. Um, let's talk about siblings and having elderly parents and raising children. Oof, for that generation, I see y'all. I see y'all raising your children and your parents. <laughs> I have to laugh because that is a tough-ass spot to be in. It is tough to have to rear your children and care for your elderly parents. Like, that's a lot going on. That's a lot on a person. And... um It requires patience also. And sometimes you just simply don't have it, you know, and you are just like, oh, Lord, okay, grant me a little bit more. But sometimes you have, you have to be real bit, real careful what you ask for. Number one, I didn't ask for any more patience. You know, I I understand what comes along with that. Um, I didn't ask for it, but I feel like it's being forced upon me. And, you know, I might have said this in another podcast. Uh, so please forgive me if this is repetitive. But let me tell you, it has not let up off of my neck uh, just yet. And the fact that we're in this sandwich generation of having to rear children and take care of your elderly parents at the same time, um, it's painful. It is, especially when you don't have a lot of patience and you're wanting to just fire off. And sometimes um, the fire is not directed at the right person. And then sometimes it's just fire because of the situation, you know, and um, you're just trying to manage. And it's frustrating. It's irritating. It's annoying, um, especially when parents and children are being uncooperative with what you have going on like help me help you okay um you really just want to kick everybody's ass because <laughs> nobody's listening uh it's just like uh what's the purpose of me talking what is what's the purpose of me trying to you know align things and get things together for others who apparently don't give a damn about anything that i'm saying but it's all for their best interest uh then you are um in this state of life everybody just needs to leave me the hell alone <laughs> everybody if it's not bleeding um i don't want to talk 
please forgive me, but I have to have some humor uh, about this situation. I'll go back. I don't have children, no. Um, but I do understand that, you know, caring for your parents who are like kids right now. And it's just like, who are you? But uh, you have to re- you have to still provide that respect um, because times have changed. The era for which they were raising children in is definitely not the same. And um, maybe they don't quite understand what it's taking nowadays to raise children and how high bills are compared to when they were raising children. It's very different, vastly. Um, and sometimes I'm I'm tired of uh, repeating myself. So I just I, I find myself, Lord, please hear me, <laughs> please. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's been frustrating. Let me say it like that. Because I feel like um, everything that I was doing prior has come to a screeching halt. And there's so much other things going on um, that I don't have control over. And I'm just like, I don't understand where it's all going to come from. I don't have enough. I, it's, it's crazy. You know, and that if I allowed it to just run me over, it would. If I allowed it to make me anxious, it would. Um, in some instances, I may have been just like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. And just like worrying. And that's normal. You know, we're human, but we do have to come back and we do have to remember like, hey, this won't last always, you know. Um, that will come out. And I've really been struggling with that because I'm like, I just, here you have all this back. <laughs> take Just take it all back, you know, because it's, the way it's looking is like, I'm irresponsible. I don't know what I'm doing. I is it it just appears the appearance of it just looks so awful and I'm like it's not that I don't it's really that there's not enough, you know, and can you be happy when there's not enough? Can you be satisfied when there's not enough? Can you keep a positive attitude and resolve when there's not enough um and things are going completely haywire and there's nothing but chaos can you keep your positive resolve in the middle of the storm can you maintain that peace can you maintain that balance and that's the reason why I asked before I went into all of the chaos um about your journey and where you are that's why and in see how it all goes together about the strength and being vulnerable and yeah all of it it all goes together 
And so I really hope that you do take some time for yourself um, to come back to self um, for healing. And don't give up. I don't care what you do. Just like my just like my great aunt used to always say, I always say, keep moving. You got to keep moving. You really do. Because if you just stop in the middle, you know, it's going to hurt. Like, it's going to hurt if you go back. It's going to hurt if you go forward. I mean, you got to choose. Which one? Which which way are you going? Because um, it's going to hurt either way. <laughs> and the girl, the girl earlier, I was going through this whole little situation with the girl was like sometimes the pain is good uh ma'am ma'am i don't even like that metaphorically (laughs) i don't like the metaphor you just use um and i say that because i bumped my elbow and it was bleeding lame it was bad but uh she was kind enough to get me an antiseptic and a band-aid anyway she's like oh sometimes i looked at the antiseptic i was like "Ooh, that's gonna burn she's like sometimes the pain is good i'm like oh damn (laughs) no you didn't but i understood i understood from what she was saying about making sure my wound was clean as far as pain is concerned um the burn and all that but also with the nature of my current situation that she wasn't privy to, but it made sense when she said it. And for you, you know, it's going to make so much more sense when you come through it. And you'll be like, oh, that's what that was doing. Listen, I'm struggling right there with you. Let me tell you, I am. I'm just here to say, don't give up. And maintain the peace and the balance in the middle of the chaos and I know that that's challenging but that's the point that's the point uh, because it really does become how you react to it. Um, I want to go back to the thing about the siblings and the children and the elderly parents um, if it is more than one of you all two three four five ten I, I don't care how many it is of you listen help each other help each other I, I don't care where you live I don't care one of y'all in California and one in Maryland and one in Florida and another one is in Seattle Washington help each other when it comes down to the kids and the parents like please Please understand that everybody has their own life going on, but that doesn't stop the fact that a person needs a pressure release. You know, the responsible sibling, whether that's the oldest, the youngest, the middle child, you was second in the line, you was next to the last, whichever the responsible child is, please give that person a break. Please. Please give that person a break because they're tired. Okay? They are real tired, and that's not just their mom or dad or whatever their case may be. It's not just theirs. It's it's not theirs alone. Like, the responsibility should definitely be shared. 
yes, it's an inconvenience. Yes, it doesn't feel good. No, you don't want it there. Like, okay, all of that. The key in that all is to help each other. The key in that all is that you're still family regardless to all the extra stuff that you have going on. And the trauma and the pain and all that, yes. The help is still needed. Don't just leave it to one person or the other or these three uh, taking care of them more than the other seven. Like, come on now. Come on. It should be shared. Parents. Okay. Don't lean so heavily on just one because they're reliable and they're responsible. Listen. They're tired. They are. They are tired. Um, Give everybody their fair share. <laughs> Please. Uh, give everybody their fair share um, and benefit of your time and your presence of still being here. Um, because that responsible child is most definitely tired. Mm. A moment of silence. Okay. Uh, anywho, let me know. You know, if there's a topic or whatever that you want to want to speak on, something that you would like for me to speak on, um, I can be reached at 518-418-1948 if you want to text me um, topics or if there's just something you wanted to chat about. Um, I think you can leave me some voice messages here. That's always welcome. I'm always welcoming, you know, things to talk about, to chat about because... It's a lot going on every day, all day. Um, So I'm here. I'm here and I'm open. Now, don't give me no whole lot of foolishness. <laughs> I don't want a whole lot of foolishness. But if it's something real and relevant, we can chop it up for sure. Um, So hit me up again. It's 518-418-1948. And I'm here for you. We can talk about it. We can um, put it through the airways and let everybody hear it. You know, I'm I'm not big on naming names or anything like that. I'll just be like, oh, there was a topic of discussion and blah, blah, X, Y, Z. Like I normally do. Um, I'm not trying to put anybody on front street other than me. Um... And even some of that, some of that I won't put names to, but it's very real and very relevant. And I'm just trying to reach one, teach one if I can. Or we can just laugh and, and chop it up about real life situations that will life be life in. <laughs> I like the term life be life. Um, uh, so. Until next time, holla.